0: Hip hop rejects. hip a hip hop. Hip hop rejects. A hip a hip hop. Hip hop rejects. Welcome to the tenth episode of the Hip Hop Rejects. I'm your boy Royalty.
1: and yo is your boy Young Fly in the wrist
0: We are the all hip hop podcast. Everything we discuss on this podcast is hip hop related and related to the hip hop culture. Uh, I want to first just start off the podcast like we always do. Just continuing to thank the fans, the listeners, uh, everybody that, that downloads each and every episode. Uh, make sure you guys continue to hit that subscribe button. That way you guys can get the, uh, weekly updates when we post a new episode on iTunes. Uh, also same thing goes for Stitcher radio. Um, Thank you guys for all. Just again, thank you guys for all the likes and the shares.
1: Exactly, man. We wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for y'all. We appreciate all the Twitter follows. Like, y'all that took us into another level in such a short time, and we really appreciate it. So we're going to keep on doing this. And Like I said, we appreciate the support, the shares, and the subscriptions.
0: All right, man. Man, it feels like it feels like this week. It almost feels like this episode almost didn't happen. There's so much, and so much going on. Like you know, personally and stuff like that. Little man, was, little man was sick, sick this week. So having to take care of that. That's why we kept, you know, had to keep pushing back recording, recording the show and stuff like that. So
1: yeah, I feel you, man. I mean, that's life, though, man. You, you, you know. We we can't control what happens in our lives sometimes, so we had to just adapt to the situation. And you know, we always gonna get this out though, regardless. And we gotta do two episodes in one day just to get it out on time.
0: Hey, for sure, for sure. Man, it's been yeah, trying to roll with the punches, trying to trying to get it done. Man, uh, I've really been trying to listen, trying to change up my listening habits lately. Uh, got through the um listen to the Travis Scott album this morning. Uh that showed up on the showed up on the billboard for last week. It's pretty decent. Pretty a pretty pretty decent album. I, I can't I can't knock it. I can like I can listen to, you know, a good majority of the tracks without without skipping about without, without skipping through. Um only problem I have with Travis Scott though, I man, like his visuals for his videos are kind of um What's the word evil <laughs> that's and you know i don't want to kind of like categorize them like people you know would do like tech nine and stuff like that because you know tech nine even you know came out and, you know he said on like the breakfast club he was like he, you know, he's a christian i think his mom is like a pastor or something like that and um and like he does it just to be you know because name his label is labor, strange music so he does it just to you know, to be different about his music because people used to always think with Tech 9 people always looked at him because he painted his face, and, you know, he had, a, like, a lot of weird sub visuals, you know, they thought he was, like, a devil worshiper or some, 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 stuff, some stuff like that. So, um, I don't want to try to make that same judgment on Travis Scott, um, but as I said, like, album was pretty, rodeo was pretty decent. Um, I keep it in my rotation, for sure, so.
1: Yeah, I, I I know last week on our show, I was acting as if I didn't know Lil Dicky. So what I did is I went back. What, I, what it was, I heard the song with him and Snoop before I actually knew who he was. So I didn't even know his name. I just heard the song. And so what happened was I went on YouTube, typed in Lil Dicky. I am now a fan. I am a fan.
0: Yeah, same him, same him, man. And you know what? You know, I heard the same thing. I heard um the new song he has that called Save That Money and I was like Yeah,
1: yeah. I saw the video is cold. Like yeah. how do you go around and do that? Like he used the, the he used T Pain video while they were shooting his video.
0: You know yeah, that, was, that was that was like very, very, very creative. Like, he was around just asking, pretty much just asking favors, you know, and in return, you know, based on and literally what you know what other people do, like okay, I advertise your business at the end of my video, so
1: right, right, and the Lion King song was like it, right? Like, the Lion King song was ridiculous. He took the Lion King and put it the whole story and put it into a rhyme, whereas. Is is cold and you understand it, it, it. For a white Jewish guy, he almost made the Lion King sound hood. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, man, I, I am not a fan of Lil Dickies. He is a white rapper that's not trying to be black, he just doing being him. And he almost sounds like Drake a little bit. Maybe it's that Jewish thing,
0: but <laughs> it could be.
1: You know, he kind of, like, his flow kind of sounds like Drake, but you know it's not Drake. You know yeah. what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, that, that, that Jewish flow.
1: Yeah, so, you know, Mazel off my boy. Shalom.
0: <laughs> Man. Let's see. Uh, there's Everything else I've been listening to. Man, I've been kind of, I've been shuffling through some of everything um, all week long. Man, I've been, should I even pop in, like, the first, uh, popped in the first Boys in the Hood album today with Jaminette as I was on my oh. way I was on my way to the crib. I ain't heard that in a long time. Man, I was like I had freaking flashbacks yeah. of summer two thousand five when I was in that album today. So I was like man, like certain people like man, I wish like certain, you know, certain people like Jody Breeze would have jumped off of that boy was just Yeah,
1: Jody was, he he's Jody went back underground. I, I wish that group had stayed together but egos, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I mean shoot, Jody was uh <clears throat> I think well Jody primarily for a while after after the group broke up, he was doing um he was ghostwriting for Diddy for a while for a long time, so Yeah. And so he was still getting so he was still getting paid even though nobody saw him, so
1: Yeah, I mean with the boys of the hood, I think it was the fact that Jeezy jumped off yeah. You know, and that's what messed that group up. But, you know, Jeezy, I think that boys in the hood was put together to try to get all of them out there at the same time. Uh-huh. But Jeezy just jumped off harder than anybody.
0: Yeah, he already had a – I mean, at the time, sure, he already had a fan base to begin with, man. It was right. Just, so, and I think it was somebody else that was supposed to be in the group instead of Jeezy, but it didn't work out, so they got Jeezy to be in it can't remember who it was though but all right so um, as we do on every episode just wanted to let you guys know um, you guys want to reach out to us has any have any questions suggestions or just to give your opinion on the show uh, you guys can hit us up on Twitter at the hip-hop rejects with a Z uh, hit us up on Instagram at the hip-hop rejects Also, you can also email us uh, at the hip-hop rejects at gmail.com and you can also search for us on Facebook. Uh just search, type in the hip hop rejects. Uh you can get a lot of um just extra content that you probably won't hear about on the show that that we'll uh we're starting to post up there. So make sure you guys uh like the page where you guys can get uh any news that we may have or any things we may talk about, any extra stuff we may post up about the show, uh it'll be on be on Facebook. So
1: Yeah, yeah, I continue to do that. Uh those are the best outlets to reach us. You know, your opinions and comments are important. We can only get better if y'all tell us what we doing wrong. So, you know, I mean we not gon we're not gonna get into our feelings about
0: anything y'all say or suggest. Yeah, no, nah, we're not gonna we not gonna spaz out anything like that. We take all we primarily take all good criticism, you know, and take it in stride to help improve the show, make it better. So
1: Yeah, we do have testosterone, not estrogen. I'm not being as Texas and then, but there's a lot of guys around here that got
0: estrogen. Yeah, boy. Meet Meet meal. (laughs) Meat meal. All right, man. So, let's see. A couple things going on in the the, the game of hip hop um, this week. Uh, Kicking off, we got. uh, So, Lupe um, posted something on social media about. Kind of like hint towards um, that he's working on the Cool Two, so pretty sure a lot of the fans are hype about that. I know a couple episodes back we was talking about him um, getting the laser album from fans and destroying it because he hated the album. So I guess just to kind of like, I guess kind of get people that nostalgia feel. Kept the same name, gonna drop a new album, and call it the Cool Two. So. You gonna see how that works out. Can't wait
1: to hear that. I'm telling you, man, like, Lupe's Food and Liquor and The Cool are my two favorite Lupe albums. And I can sit there and jam both of them front to back and do that for about like a week straight. Like, seriously, I would make a Lupe MP3 and with just those two songs on it, I mean, two CDs on it and have all that extra space left and just play that for, like, a week straight.
0: (laughs) I mean, those are his, well, to to record, I mean, those are his two best albums. So, I mean, we understand why, you know. Hey, like, so real quick on this. Okay, so the albums with the sequels, you think that, like, that, you know, you think it's being overused nowadays because you got Nine, you got, of course, you got, okay, you got the Cool 2, um, I think even Nas I think we know the, uh, since the last week about Nas dropping the news it was uh, a sequel to it, one of his original albums can't think of the name of it then you got like the documentary 2 of course you got the you know I don't even know what card? what card are we on now 5, 4 Carter 5 mm, yeah something like that Yeah. No, he that. was supposed to drop the Carter 6 so oh yeah yeah Carter 6 um, or whatever number on right now I Lost Count um, you got, then you had Jay with the blueprints, um, which I'm, I'm, you know, it's probably going to be about time. Cause let's see, Magna Carta was what? Last year? Yeah. No, so, Magna Carta was the year before last. last. and it feel like that album was last year. That, you, was 20, like, that was 20,
1: early 2014.
0: and well, you know, he dropped it in the summer though. He dropped it because it, well, right it was right around the NBA. Because remember the, the commercial dropped during the, the during the uh, it was the playoffs or the finals.
1: Well, middle of twenty fourteen, there ran I mean, through. Them. Yeah, it was, but, uh, into,
0: it was going into the summer.
1: Well, but you know, like you still even before then, I mean, artists have been dropping sequels. You had BG with Chopper City, and then he came back with Chopper City in the Ghetto. Yeah, and then you had uh. I think, um, who else? Matic was a sequel to Illmatic. Yeah, that's true. Then true. you had the Life yeah. and Times of Sean Carter volume one, two, and three. Yeah, well,
0: Jay-Z's been, well, Jay-Z's been, uh, not I wouldn't say the word notorious, but he's been known to do, you know, album sequels, you know, where and you got something, you know, you see some artists that come out with volume one, you never see volume two, three, four, or five. And they just drop off the face of the earth. The uh-huh. the rough
1: rider compilation albums, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's really
1: true. I mean, I guess it's it's easier to do a volume or series of albums instead of trying to come up with different names, especially if you're gonna stick to the same style. Now, if you switching up your style and you, uh and your content is different, then I can understand changing your album name. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like with Nas, he had Illmatic, and then his content kind of switched up with the second album, which I think was, uh, it was written. Yeah. And then the third album, Nasra Jamis, was more commercial, and then he went back to the style of Ill uh, uh, Illmatic, so he went back and said Stillmatic, which makes it Illmatic Part Two. So, you know, I, I I I see how they do it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, that's all I'm starting to start. I'm just start to see the trend. and like, you know, what well, I haven't seen, well, one person I haven't seen, the T.I. hasn't done anything as far as in a in a sequel. Um, Paper Trail was kind of supposed to be, but, like, a lot of the titles have, have changed up a lot. Um, but yeah, Jeezy did it. Yeah, well, yeah, Jeezy's still doing it pretty much. You know, yeah. he, he bounces. He kind of like every other album is, you know, the third, motiva- third motivation, third motivation album. So, um, but I think like I also say about Jay Z, um, it's about to be time for another album though. Um, wouldn't be wouldn't be surprised. I know we get probably get one in 2016. I wouldn't. You know what? I would not. I would not. You know, not knock it if he called it the Blueprint Four. I would not. I really would not knock it. At all.
1: Ain't he? Speaking of knocking, ain't he knocking on
0: fifty? He getting there, he getting up that. But you know, I mean, again, as I said about about Jay, if this boy truly has a ghostwriter, then he's 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 good. He's pretty much he's good.
1: So, I mean, like seriously, like Jay Z didn't retire like six times.
0: Yeah, he only retired one. He only, he only retired one time. That's because he got called down and he had to respond. So, um, but
1: like real talk though, on the real though, um, I think he's like either at forty or a little bit over 40, one of the two. But at the same time, as long as he keep making decent music, then yeah, I mean,
0: long as his the thing is his, his his flow and everything long, and he evolved with the times, so his flow is staying relevant with the guy with the with the. The artists that are out so as long as he can evolve that style to to keep up with the times and i don't care how old he is shoot if he can get out there and he can make an album and it you know it's like what we what we've been getting then hey i ain't got no problems so
1: so check this out though if jay-z has a ghostwriter we gonna find out three years after he finished making music because that person is gonna come out as an artist
0: Yeah, yeah, eventually. I mean, if it, you know, if that were to be, you know, the case, then, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, no. But all right. Um, This past weekend, um, the boy Fetty Wap uh, dropped his debut. Well, last, this past week, he dropped his debut album. But uh, he was back home and got into a really bad motorcycle accident. Um, Fetty Wap did. Um, I know he was in Saturday. It happened Saturday... And he was in, um, they say he was in a uh, critical condition or whatever. Haven't heard any, haven't heard any updates since then. I think it was like he got, I think he merged into a lane and there wasn't a, he didn't see there was a car there. And the car just straight up just like, in a sense, I guess you can say like side swiped him and took him out. So they say he was, he was hurt pretty bad.
1: The jokes for this situation are just coming too easy. I can't even. I'm. <laughs> I, I'm afraid. I'm gonna sign my permission slip to hell if I keep.
0: <laughs> man, he has glaucoma. Leave him alone, man.
1: He has one eye, and he didn't see a car coming in the other lane. so <laughs> I, <laughs> I, <laughs> like really? These jokes writing they sell. <laughs> I'm,
0: like, I'm, I'm not man. even. I'm not even gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. God, please. Just, look, I'm gonna say this, and I'm, I'm gonna leave it alone. We're gonna go to the we're gonna go to the next topic. I just hope it wasn't on the side that, you know, that he has the glaucoma. I just hope, I just hope it was on the good side. And, you know, just he didn't have on and the only thing I don't think he had on a helmet either. So, um, but yeah, I just hope it's not on that side. It's
1: already hard enough to him for to see what he gonna do with a visor. All right, I'll chill. But next topic,
0: please. <laughs> yo, you need to chill. <laughs> all right, man. Oh man, just took, took a i though, you took a all tragic right. situation and just made it just so wrong. All right. Um, I'm going. Gotta, to um, <laughs> all right, man. We got the game. Um, the game announced. Uh, middle of the week. Uh, the document documentary two is a double disc album. I'm a game fan, so I'm like super excited that I get the, you know, I get basically I get two albums for the price of one. So, uh, I'm gonna be really I'm really geeked about that. Um, can't wait till October. Okay,
1: uh, I got I got a. I've been discussing with some of my friends, and a lot of other people have an issue with game and. These are from the people who are gang affiliated. They oh, don't like the of, fact
0: oh, because of this because the CDs are one is a red bandana and the blue bandana. Not exactly. What it
1: shows is that from what their gathering is, we, we really don't know the truth behind games gang affiliation. He once was a crip and now blood. And it, you know, uh <clears throat> a lot of people don't don't like that because Cash Money did the same. I, I'm not gonna say Cash Money. Uh, Lil Wayne and Baby did the same thing. When you look at Lil Wayne and Baby back in the earlier days of Cash Money, they wore a lot of blue, a lot of blue bandanas, and everything was on the right, which looked like they were GD affiliated. Which BG wore a lot of blue bandanas and stuff, and wore his flag on the right. But then as the popular Blood culture started to spread. And it was made basically after Katrina when they um went to Houston that this all of a sudden they just started being blood. Like a lot of people that are really, really, really engulfed in that culture don't appreciate that from rap artists because what they feel like you're doing is you're taking what they see as their life and exploiting it, you know, for your benefit.
0: Okay. So I mean the
1: same thing happened with Rick Ross.
0: Yeah, okay. Here's what I want to say about that. Now, this is not the Nagini, um, you know, no flat, you know, on on the rejects or anything like that um, when it comes to this particular situation. But, okay, (laughs) Cali gang life is unlike anything in any other part of the country as much as they – as other – you know, other states, other locations, try to duplicate it. That is the, in, in California, in, in LA, that is the realest gang like that is going to, that, that is the, that is the true, that is the true gangster. And I want to even say, even recently, I want to say in LA, they have a truce. So I, there's no, you know, that's probably, that's more likely the reason why he can do that because he's from Compton, And but you know with the with the other, I'm not gonna with the other people who claim you know blood crip and that things outside outside of Cali, you can't really you can't really jump on game because of that because he's he's in the heart of where a lot of this stuff a lot of where the blood and the crip gang life started, and you know he more likely has the respect of a lot of those, you know, old heads that are, that are there when it, when it comes to that type of thing. So pretty sure he's not going to do anything that's going to, you know, give him heat or whatever. So for ones outside of, 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 you know, outside of Cali to, to feel some type of way about it, he really can't because they, the they are the, they are the epicenter of where, you know, where gang life started, you know, when you when you think about it, like, man, it's like the Crips and the... When you, when you talk about the, the Crips and the Bloods, man, it's like, that's where... Cali is where it started. So, you know, in a sense, they almost got a pass. They can do what the heck they want to do. And they probably don't care if anybody outside of it gets mad or not. So... That's just my... That's just my take on the whole thing because, I mean, it's... California is where, you know, Crips and Bloods originated. So... And, you know, not gonna say copycats or anything like that, but those are like, I feel like those are the, when you talk about the gang life, I feel they are the, they are the originals, they are the truest of the true, despite how I feel like, you know, other locations try to duplicate that in other, in other locations, so, I don't, no, I don't you know, I do have a, no, you know, not gang affiliate or anything like that, but, you know, I just feel that game or any game, Snoop, whoever, they kind of have that right in a sense. And like I said, I'm pretty sure they got, per se, won't believe I say this in the same but I'm pretty sure they probably got the blessing for that type of thing to go down for them to do that, so.
1: I feel you. I mean, you know, I'm just... I don't know, man. You know, it's just me growing up in that lifestyle until I got older. It's, it's one of those situations where you're it's just like if somebody tells you you grew up in church and somebody tells you you're a baptist and that you know how in in religion if you grew up baptist and you go switch over and you become muslim or atheist then people look at you with the side eye you see what i'm saying you know, and
0: like I said, me coming. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, yeah. You know, yeah no, it's, uh, excluding the probably the atheist part. Yeah, I get what you mean about. It. I get what you mean about that. I get get about that. Don't agree with it, but I get what you mean about that.
1: Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I have no problem with what he do. He a grown man, you know. But I'm just saying, people in that lifestyle. I'm no longer in that lifestyle. But people in that lifestyle have a problem with it. And I mean, and and people, like I said, people. People jump ship all the time. I mean, to be honest, my OG told me that lifestyle went for me, that he wanted me to go off, go to college, be successful, so I had to let it go. And you know, in high school, we went to the same high school. You know, in high school, you never really saw me hanging out in my neighborhood. Right. And that was because I was told not to, so I wouldn't be influenced. Right. You know, so... I mean, some people some people get that blessing, in which game may have gotten that blessing, you know. Right. But you know, if you don't know the truth behind it, then you feel a certain way.
0: Yeah, which like I said, they probably not. I mean, because like I said, it's the he comes from. Dennison, you say the word. He comes from the epicenter where it all started. So you know. I'm pretty sure that I know Game's attitude. You know, he don't. You know, he don't care. So he do do what he want. You know. So, but all right, Uh, we got all right. So we got Dame Dash um, calls Lorcoin Coin a clown. Um, For those who don't know um, who he is, he's um, right now he's currently the CEO of Three Hundred Entertainment. label, which um, has Fetty Wap, Migos, and Young Thug. Um, he's also a former president of Def Jam, uh, Island Def Jam, wanted music. And just described describe, for still, for still probably may I know who he is, um, very tall, Caucasian guy, has like a, kind of more like of a, like a low cut um with gray hair and you know him when you see him because you saw he's you see him you see him everywhere when it came in association with Def Jam. So um but yeah Dame Dash calls calls him a clown. Um I know the interview cohen on it was another podcast I think it was Rap Radar's podcast um in relationships and they asked him, you know, what did he what did he think about what Dame Dash said. And Basically, you know, Cole was like, you know, you know, him calling him that doesn't really hold any weight, and you know, I think Dame is still, because I know you probably, I'm pretty sure, did, uh, young, did you see the the episode of The Breakfast Club with Dame Dash on it?
1: Yeah, I did, uh, and I still Dame
0: think Dash is, is still salty. That's what I was. You took the words right out of my mouth. He is definitely salty. And come on now. If he gonna call anybody a clown, who was Rockefeller signed to? Def Jam. Jam. Yeah, and more than likely, if my if my timeline is correct, I think Cohen was the president at the time when Rockefeller was 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 bumping. And
1: see, I look at I look at the fact that Dane the whole Rockefeller situation fell apart when Russell wanted to make Jay Z president. Uh, Death Jam. Dane felt like that should have been him.
0: True, true.
1: Jay Jay couldn't be the president of Death Jam and still do Rockefeller. You see
0: what I am saying? Right, and was conf- that was conflict. That was in the time when he was president for that. You know, that short stint of time. There was a lot of conflicts. Right, uh, as far as when it came to when it came to uh, some artists at that during that time, people felt like you know you can't people felt like Jay shouldn't have been an artist and... A president. And a president. Now, take in mind that, you know, Jay-Z, during that time span, you know, it gave music, you know, Rihanna and stuff like that because during that time, that's when he, you know, that's when she came out. So, changed, you know, him finding her at that time doing that, you know, changed music a little bit. So, but, yeah, with Dame, yeah, he's, he's, he's still... Well,ing over the over the Rockefeller breakup, like and all these all these years later,
1: I can and I, I, I see, I can understand to a degree. You can understand understand Dane's resentment because he put Jay on. He
0: sure, invested
1: me, his money into Jay,
0: but who knows? I mean, yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, he could. I say, yeah it looked like that he was the mastermind behind it, but who's to say that Jay wasn't really the mastermind. Cause as you see, if this is, this is my, this is my take on with, with that, with Dame Dash and Jay. If someone is the mastermind or the brains behind the operation, when that person, when those two people split apart, one falls off. The one that doesn't, that, that, that doesn't that wasn't the, pretty much the brains of that operation when it was going on, and as you can tell and as you can see, Jay Z is still willing and dealing when it comes to you know rock with the Rock Nation deal with being a sports agent and all of this stuff. But but look who's the one that's fall that's fallen to the wayside. Well, over all, the, over all these years, he can't get any he can't get anything off the ground that he puts his hand on, because if he, if he was this, you know, this, this mastermind of music, he would still be flourishing and he wouldn't even be worried about being like, cause he's so, because Dame Dash right now. He is so freaking negative. Every time somebody interviews him, he's like, he's, he's like so freaking, he's, he has nothing positive to say to anybody or about anybody that he talks to.
1: See, see, Dame is hurt. You know what I'm saying? like he's a he's he's a bitter man, you know, and I'm not making excuses for Dame at all. He does have successful businesses in New York, he has a couple of car lots where he sells high end cars um and he has other business ventures. He lost a lot in that breakup. I'm not going to lie. He lost a whole lot.
0: Right. You know why? Because he's hungering for that spotlight and he does not have that anymore. Yeah, he may have other side businesses, but that's not giving him the fame and the spotlight that, that he used to have. And some people, man, you know, with fame, you know, people, you know, they get it's like fame is like a drug of itself. And you've been on it for so long, and then you lose it, and you can't get it back. Come on, man! It's like somebody on somebody on crack cocaine, and they you know they get off of it for a while, and you know they feeling. He he's fiending for fame. That's why he says anything that he almost says anything that comes to his mind at the time because, yeah. because he wants to get a reaction because he know it's going it's gonna light the internet on fire. That's why he says out of line stuff all the time when it comes to anybody. Because he yeah. knows he knows it's gonna give him that, that little bit of 15 minutes of fame that he needs just to feed his to feed his hunger for fame.
1: Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, a lot of the stuff when you really listen to Dane, a lot of the stuff he says makes a whole lot of sense. I'm not talking about insulting people onto my his, his standpoint as being a man and a businessman. You see what I'm saying? When you look, Dame has like perfect business sense. Mm-hmm. He may not have a catalyst, catalyst like Jay anymore to propel his business, his business sense, but he has good business sense. That is true. Maybe he feel like the music game ain't for him no more, and but he's still knowing that because of his past, people still want to interview him and get his take on what the music game looked like now. A lot of the older cats don't like what the game looked like now. Just like the cats before them didn't look like how the game was when they were uh, in it. I mean, when they were doing it. I mean, it's a cycle that's going to continue to repeat itself. I mean... Yeah, very it, true.
0: Very true.
1: yeah I mean, we can't... We can't f- just really fault Dane because it's going to always be somebody like Dane. Eventually... When Diddy out the game, he gonna come back and give his take on what he feel like the music game is at that time, and he's not gonna like it more than likely.
0: Yeah, I mean, of course, I mean, of course anybody. I mean, should we feel that way about uh, about certain things? But it's just his. It's like it's like man. It's like whatever you and Jay feel out about, and because you know what I'm just saying like. You said, he even said something very sideways to Jay-Z during that breakup that wouldn't allow him while they're not still friends or anything of that nature. It must have been something that really went down. Because if you think, okay, these two, two guys are really, really as close as they say they were, then they would have, even if it came down to like, okay, we're going we're going, to dismantle rock, we're going to dismantle Rockefeller records, and we're going to do something new. We're going to do Rock Nation. We're going to start managing artists and doing this, 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 this. You know, if, you know evidently, either he didn't agree, or you know, sometimes people feel like, hey, man, we riding these waves, so or why are we getting off? You know, it probably could have been, you know, could have been something of that nature. But here's the thing that I draw the parallel to, though, with, okay, we compare two uh two guys two rappers with management and label owners per se in the mix okay you got you got Irv and Ja and you got Dane and Jay. know some people probably say right now that's not a very fair comparison but at the same time these guys were like when it came to that period in Def Jam they were they were it when it came to music. It was like everything they could they could pretty much touch anything and it just blew up and it was a hit and it was always on the, it was always on the radio, on the top billboards. Irv Gotti and Ja Rule fell victim to one, the 50 cent beef and two, this, um, felt, felt uh, victim to the whole, um, the label being drug funded um, and things of that nature. And they, they fell off, they fell off. But guess what? When they come back and jaws out of jail and everything, this guy comes on the Breakfast Club. Both of them are like all positive. And they fail probably, I probably say they probably fail harder than, than any of them. Because they all because they both could have went away for. they could have did a hard time for what, you know, for what they was involved in or whatever. But they come back, they come back all positive, not being negative. They could have easily, they could easily be. You know, of course, we, you know, trying to get back at 50 cent and trashing him and all of this, but they're not doing that. And with Dane Dash, you know, OK, you lost a friendship, you know, things broke up. But you had other things going on at the time that you could have kept doing. But evidently, that stuff fell through as well because Dip said, all nah, that stuff broke up and, you know, everything, everything fell, fell, fell apart for him. So, you know. I think the the Murder Inc. fall versus the Rock Nation breakup, the Rock the Rockefeller breakup, um, Murder Inc. breakup was a lot worse than the whole Rockefeller thing. I think he's just being I me. Mean, I just think he's being overly negative and overly sensitive about it, and, and things like that when when it when it comes to that. I don't, I don't think I really don't think it's but somebody. If you claim to say you have all this business knowledge, then do something about it. Go get another artist. Prove that you know you were the brains behind the whole thing, and get somebody that's to pit up against Jay Z if you if you if you feel that way. But guess what? How many years has passed since Rockefeller broke up? He ain't did it. Now he's just going around in the media just just bashing everybody. So, you know, whatever. Now, you
1: well, I just read an article um, while you were speaking, talking about the Rockefeller breakup, which happened because. Def Jam bought 50% of Rockefeller when Jay-Z became president and CEO of Def Jam. And then because Dame didn't want Jay <clears throat> running the company, they sold their their half of Rockefeller to Def Jam, making um, Jay-Z the complete owner a Rockefeller since it was under Def Jam. So d- then Jay-Z owned all his masters. So what 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 if the to make a long story short, what if him boiled down to is money. Yeah. jay since yeah. Jay-Z mm-hmm. owned his masters and everything now that Dame Jet, because Dame Dad started Rockefeller in ninety five. Right. So every album that Jay-Z was that Jay-Z put out on Rockefeller since he owned his Masters now because Def Jam bought on um, Rockefeller. They cut Dame Dash out of getting his cut of what he should have been getting. Right. You see what I'm saying? So I'm, it's basically the same thing that's going on with Cash Money. You're not paying me, you know, baby. as long as Baby owns Lil Wayne's Masters, Baby gonna always get paid. You see what I'm saying? Right. So the fact that Dame ain't getting cause Dame owned the percentage of Jay Z's masters. And when they completely bought it out, Jay-Z I mean, Dame ain't getting paid no more.
0: Yeah, basically he basically got the rug snatched out from other him, pretty much.
1: Basically. So, you know, like I said, he just bitter, he hurt. He felt like him and Jay was boys and you know, they, they came into the game together and they, you know, and he felt like Jay wasn't loyal. Put it that way. And you know how you hear about them New York niggas, how they talk about loyalty.
0: Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> that's very true. Alright, man. <clears throat> Enough about Negative Dame. Um, got the boy Bow Wow signs to Diddy. <clears throat> well, signs to Babble, pretty much. Um, I want to see how this, how this relationship is going to work out <clears throat> because of course, you know, a couple, I want to say couple months back. I want to say probably last year, he actually be released from, from his cash money, uh, from his cash money deal, which was a very good move. I would say, uh, he probably be going to do the same thing. Wayne going through, if he, you know, decided to put out any content and probably never get to see the money for it. um, but, uh, but yeah, no, that was a good move by him. Um, But I know the reason why he said he left cash money was really due to him wanting to spend more time with his daughter because, you know, being on the road as an artist. I know a lot of people say, like, oh, you know, because he was trying to do the whole 106 and Park thing, which he was spending a lot of his time doing it. And, plus, he does the, you know, he does the CSI Cyber now as well. Um, Maybe he is wanted, to, you know, get with Bad Boy and – you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, he'll crank out a project on on this label because he didn't. He didn't. He only dropped mixtapes when he was on Cash Money. So, all
1: right with this situation. I I know you told me go listen to some of Bow Wow mixtapes. Yeah, Green Light, Green Light Four
0: is the truth. I still still haven't gotten. It. I still stand behind it.
1: Still haven't gotten around to doing it. It's just not on my top list of things to do. Because it's Bow Wow. All right, check this out. I wish, I, I, I hope that Diddy can do with him what's been done. Matter of fact, make him better than French Montana. Simply because I really don't care for French Montana in the first place, but I mean, Bow Wow. If he can come out with some decent music, there's not doesn't that doesn't sound trendy without it doesn't sound like French Montana's music. I may can give it a listen to. You feel me?
0: Well, like, French, well, French Montana, you know a lot of his stuff. Man, that boy, I think that boy be like hungry when he be making albums because I think his new album that he's about to come out with is called Mac and Cheese. Like kid you not. I'm not making this up. I think it's called mac and cheese.
1: I'm finna hit this nigga in the face with the
0: Quran. <laughs> I really think, No, I no. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure about that. I think that's what it's called. Can I kick his ass
1: all the way back to Istanbul?
0: <sighs> and boys, Morocco. So getting back to Morocco, what you can do?
1: They all they they all the same. <laughs> they look at it just like they think we all the same. They all the same. He brown skinned and he go. He make that sound when he get crunk. When they sound like they saying la 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 la. That, yeah.
0: He look like a terrorist. Eh, no, not not the same people now. Come on, y'all. <laughs> not the same. Not 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 the same. Not at I bet all. He,
1: I bet he get. I bet he get checked harder than anybody at the airport security.
0: Man, French could probably pass as a, a light skinned black brother. That's what a lot of people thought he was before he came out and said he was Moroccan. Everybody thought he was everybody thought he was a light skinned brother. You and know, you got no, some white you no got some on. white
1: you got some white people with a tan that can almost pass for a light skinned white. All thing you gotta do is get a haircut with a fade, throw a fitty cap on and some chains.
0: No well, of course, yeah. I mean, you know, that's the I mean, that's that is that's that's our hairstyle. I mean, come on now. You get a you get a Caesar, you get a fade shoot. I mean if you look even a little bit, you know, mixed, you can pass as, you know, last name brother. So, but, but yeah. but Man, now, you can uh, pass for being mixed. Yeah, I, I get that a whole lot, especially where I'm at right now. I get passed, like, a, I get people thinking I'm Dominican and stuff like that. So, I, you know, I get that. Um, but yeah, no, nah, back on the bow. I think. No, nah, you know, let's see. I'll let's, let's sit back and see see what happens with this, um, see what see what goes down. hopefully drops a project, you know, hey, make, bow, may make, make it work as well
1: bow i I'm, I'm gonna ask you to do this for me. Just go ahead, drop the bow wire name because you're a grown man now, come out as your your real name I think he,
0: you know what you know that you know now that you say that I think he should do that though like honestly, um, I think he should just go by his first name. Yeah, and, and just and just go by it. I really like. I really do. I think that that name is, you know, I know he dropped a little just to you know try to you know try to make it sound a little bit more appropriate. But I really think he should just you know put out he something, died. put out some type of press release or something. I mean, it wouldn't be any different because look who look who he signed to. This dude didn't change his name about five times.
1: Yeah, I mean, something even like Nick name. Young just did that. You know, Nick Young. He when he first got in the league as a youngster, he wanted everybody to call him Swaggy P. Now he just put out a press release saying, you know, no longer call me Swaggy P. My name is Nicholas. So you know, call <laughs> him Nicholas. And you know, when you grow up, you you tend to do that, like 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 me. I mean, even though y'all have always called me by my first name, the the only reason I'm using Kinda like my rap name on this is because m- my first name is just too long and
0: all yeah. that. Yeah, and my <laughs> so, name, my name gets totally butchered. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, so so you know, I mean, it, it's it's nice to have an alias and using your real name on the radio really ain't cool. You know, I mean, you got Charlemagne the God, DJ Envy. You know, that shit just sound cool.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah that's, yeah. yeah, that's very
1: true. Yeah, so you know, just having a cool nickname on the radio is cool, but I mean, I like I, I feel like he should do that because you're not twelve years old anymore. Just come out and I think his first name is like Sha or yeah,
0: yeah, Shy, yeah.
1: I mean
0: I mean it, it sounds decent, you so, know. Shy, Shy Moss sounds like a freaking football player, to be honest with you. Same. Yeah,
1: your name's Shy Moss, you know. Or you just come out and call yourself Moss. Yep. Drop an album called "Mossified." Put Randy, put uh, Randy Moss on a, on a song and let him talk or something. Do something like that, man. You know, you got to think, my think, little homie.
0: <laughs> That's funny. All right, man. So, um, let's get to um, let's talk about um. So every year, um, Forbes magazine uh compiles a list of you know biggest cash earners in the hip hop game. And we're gonna kinda like go down there, we're gonna compare last year to last year to this year's list. Uh we're gonna talk about, you know, what these guys are making um compared to, to from last year to this year. And from the look of the list, man, the list is like freaking night and day compared to compared to last year. It's like last year boys are making money. They make it look like now. It's like, ah, uh, you know, we doing all right. So, I would be glad to have any of these amounts of money these that's on this list, but I'm just saying. So, uh, we got, okay, let's go for the 2015 list. Okay, so we got we got number one. We got, for this year, Diddy's number one. Uh, we're making 60 mil. We got Jay, Jay-Z right behind him with 56. Uh, Drake is up there. I mean, he been making hella moves, so I am figured he was going to eventually make his way into this group eventually. Um, 39.5 mil. We got the boy Dr. Dre with 33. For real with 32. Uh, Eminem with 31. Got Kanye Tudor with 22. Uh, Wiz Khalifa with 21. Nikki with 21. Birdman, 18. Bull with 17. Wayne with 15. Uh, KDOT, Kendrick Lamar with 12. J. Cole with 11. Snoop with 10. Rosé with 9. Tech 9 with 8.5. Luda with 8. T.I. with 6. And Macklemore with 5.5. 5, okay. I don't feel Macklemore's feeling just saying I don't feel the hip-hop, but that's just me. And we can keep going.
1: <laughs> okay, check this out. Understand Diddy, understand Jay. How the hell your artist that signed you and you also an artist making more money than you? Drake should no longer be a part of Young Money. Drake should just go ahead with his own level OVO, the the six whatever he gonna call it, and do his own thing. If you surpassing the man that you're signed to, you're yeah. surpassing. You're making more money than him in in a year now. Then you no longer should be
0: that artist. Yeah, Drake passed like everybody. That's I say. The same the thing
1: goes for Nicki.
0: Yeah, it's true. Nicki, yeah, beat beats out Birdman and Wayne.
1: See, Doctor Dre, Doctor Dre, and Eminem makes sense. Dre signed Eminem.
0: <laughs> of course, he's pocketing extra money from you know from what Eminem does. Of course. So. Exactly.
1: I'm looking at this list. I see Luda ain't really put out no music, and he got eight million, which makes sense. He's probably making money <laughs> off his he making money off his movies and his restaurant.
0: Yeah, that's movie. That's and, movies. Yeah, that's movie money, restaurant money, and, and he's still get
1: getting money. money. Yeah, Come and off. his residuals. Yeah, same thing with Tilt. Kendrick and Kendrick and J Cole make sense. They're still sophomore artists. They're not seen as seasoned
0: artists yet. He is one that's on the list that, you know, that well, he's on the list, he's been on the list, he moved up a spot from the from 2014, which is uh which is Tech Nine. Tech Nine, okay, out of all of these artists, let me see, make sure I'm not make sure I'm gonna miss misquote myself on this. I wanna say out of everybody that's on here. Everybody on this list is signed to a major except one person, and that is Tech Nine. He is independent, making eight point five million dollars. He is not signed to a major at all. So I got to give the boy Tech kudos on that one. Yeah, because because to be pulling in eight point five and he tours like crazy. So I'm pretty sure most of that most of that money is, you know, tour money, because especially if you if you indie and you touring a lot, that's straight you know, tour money is straight pocket. So oh, I wanna say something about touring. And this
1: goes out to all these artists. Just because you hit New Orleans, just because you hit Atlanta, and just because you hit Houston and maybe a couple of cities, Orlando and Miami. Doesn't mean you toured the South. You still got Arkansas, you still got Tennessee, you still got Alabama, and you still got Mississippi. We buy y'all music too. So why can't we get a show?
0: Yeah, who you who you uh who you relating it to, man? Who who uh, who claim they touring the south, but they ain't really tour the south?
1: What I'm saying is that goes after all artists who do shows. When they say well, they doing a the show down south, just because you do Atlanta, Houston, Dallas, you got fans all over this place. Just because you say you touring the West Coast, that don't mean just California. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The East Coast doesn't mean just New York, Philadelphia place. You still got other places, and a lot of people who buy your music can't afford to drive 12 and 15 hours just to try to see you live in person, and then have to pay two, three hundred dollars for a ticket to get in, and then sometimes you don't even perform all your songs. Come on, man! They, they like that's that's the main thing. That's the main problem I have with artists nowadays. You know, when they're touring, you, you gloss over the people who really buy your music, the people who really want to see you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, too many is in, in you know, in some, in some instances, you know, certain artists only tour in certain regions and or particular cities. I know Eminem, like, uh, I know Eminem did that for quite some time. He never did any concerts or anything in the South at all, ever. And he did that one show in Austin, and that's the only time he's ever done a show in the South.
1: I mean, you know, back in the day. Artists wouldn't even touch the South until we start jumping. You know, and even now, nowadays, even artists from the South don't even go through all the Southern states. They too busy running to New York and Los Angeles. I mean, I know there's more people in those regions, but we still buy y'all music too. If it wasn't for us, y'all wouldn't get put on. Those millions, the reason you're on the Forbes list is because of the people who put you on. You didn't put yourself on, we put you on.
0: Right. True that, true that, true that. Um but let's see, um okay. So let's see what else we got. Um Boy Pit Bull, making international money. That's where that that's that that's that commercial. That's that that boy came a pit came a long way. That's that man. That's, that's that.
1: that um... He um, what is called? You just said that the last episode. What Lil Jon doing now? Oh, uh, um,
0: EDM. EDM people, you, yeah, yeah. That boy is doing it. Can't can't be mad at that. Um, I know people probably try to say you know people probably from Miami and stuff like that. Probably may feel like he sold out, but nah. I'm glad he. You know, I think that was the only way he was going You know continue to do what he does, so. Um, See,
1: when he was signed to Lil' John them, they had him confined to doing kind of like gangster music and that wasn't where his heart was.
0: Yeah, doing that, you know, doing doing Florida Rattles, that's the roots of where he came from, so, but you know, it's all about that, you know, these days it's all about that crossover, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, and Pitbull, his music still sounds good. I mean, I like it, honestly. It's good party music and you can honestly play his music at a kid's party.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. And you, you know, um you that's a win to begin with when you can really play it and play it in front of anybody, you don't feel like you have to turn it down or kinda like, you know, in a sense try to censor the music because you know, you know, a particular full letter word is about to come up or something like that, so
1: Yeah, and then it it, it make girls want to strip, so Man. You winning, my dude.
0: <laughs> Alright, so uh, let's compare the list from, um, from 2015, 2015 to 2014. Um, number one for last year was Dre with $620 million. Uh, Dr. Dre this year was at number four. Dropped down to number four to 33. And people probably like, man, what happened? Um, he did the Apple did buy. Beats last year, so that's where probably the bulk of that bulk of that change came from. Um, got the boy Jay at sixty, gained a gained about four, you know, gained about four extra million. Still holding on to number two. Um, Diddy last year was number three. Um, still made the same amount of money he made last year that he made this year, so no change there. Uh, Drake was at thirty three million. He gained gained a little bit extra extra um, going into this year. Uh, Macklemore had a significant drop in money. They and went you know for- why? Because they dropped the album last year. They didn't drop the album this year.
1: Yep. It did. A lot of people realized. The production on that album last year, I got to give it to him; The production was spectacular. Uh, rhyming he can rhyme but I don't see that I'm like you I don't see it as rap when yeah. he first came out a lot of people thought it was rap but I really don't and then when they got the content of that album a lot of people fell off with it yeah sure. you know they were supporting gay marriage and all that and a lot and these aren't my views but a lot of people feel like you know, they can't support that because of their religious beliefs and all of that. So, you know, that may have contributed to this dropping their sales.
0: Yeah, it's very significant drop off from thirty two million last year to five point five million. That was like that's a whole what man, that's about That's twenty twenty seven million million. Yeah. Twenty seven million drop off. That's a ouch. Um uh, got let's see last year after them Kanye did thirty um this year did twenty two he spent uh, eight
1: million on on slave clothes
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man i don't you know i how can I say this you know I'm still waiting for a i'm still waiting for okay these artists with these clothing lines, man, I'm still waiting for artists to come out with a line of clothing that's one truly affordable for the middle class person. And two that's not so because man, you ain't never lying about the, the Kanye the Kanye West the Kanye West fashion Kanye West fashion. He's doing like yes, they man, do they look like slate clothes. That's like straight up.
1: I think Sean John, I think Sean John is middle class affordable.
0: Yeah, they probably did some. They, yeah, I would say uh, a cool. Sometimes, sometimes them jeans on Sean John be bit too bit too much for the pocket. Sometimes, but
1: yeah, know. but compared to like his suits, compared to a Michael Kors suit, I would buy a Sean John suit compared to a Michael Kors suit. I rather go pay eight hundred dollars for a complete suit than three thousand.
0: Uh, yeah, I, you know, yeah, I take that any day, any day. Um, but yeah, man, yeah, it's yeah, it's clothes like uh, that's why I don't, that's one thing I don't really understand about um the fashion industry. I like you know fashion when it comes to like you know suits and stuff like that, but like a lot of the stuff that these designers come out with and they do in these fashion shows and you see it's like nobody that's never going to be in the store nobody's going to buy that so why even you know showcase it right you know? and nobody's going to ever be able to afford that piece that piece that you're showing in showing in a fashion show like show some stuff that, that you know that somebody can wear on a, on an everyday daily basis I never ever got that about when it comes to fashion I mean it's yeah, it's cool and it's creative it's cool to, you know it's cool to show it off I mean, it can it can be a, a exhibition fashion show. Is is clothing that you probably ain't gonna be able to ever, ever in your life to be able, be able to afford. But but then also, you know, do the shows where it's like, okay, people see this, it, like, oh, I can actually go go get that and buy that. Yeah, and buy but that. it is like
1: it is like Kanye fashion line it is like he did the costume design for the remake of Roots or something.
0: Mm, you get like, that
1: right. I was like, what was he smoking when? He was like, nah, this is what I'm going to put out.
0: We don't talk about them Yeezys. I, ain't, I still ain't got those. Why
1: Why? Why his shoes cost so much? He why don't his, play ball.
0: Why his shoes look like they do is the, is the main question.
1: Like, my thing, like, like, why? Kanye, you need to go back to your college dropout self.
0: Man that's like us wishing to get Wayne to go back to the Carter, but that's almost feeling like a pipe dream now. I mean, he's kind of close to he, he's kind of, he's kind of there. The um, example all day was a good example of him kind of like tapping back into that, that lyrical beast, Kanye and not the crazy Kanye West. So, right. I really hope that when he does announce an album, when he does come out with an album, that it's that it's like, okay. Since we talked about you know albums with sequels, that would be one that I would people would man he would sell so many records if he were to do like I don't know, shoot he, that college dropout man, called him a grad school. I don't care. Um... I mean, (laughs) what it was—college
1: dropout, late Mm -hmm. registration—and after that, they just stopped referring to school. (laughs)
0: Yeah, (laughs) I know. I'm like, you
1: just say, you just go to grad
0: school. Yeah, he can go to grad school. He can go to college graduation, whatever. Uh,
1: Wait, Wait a minute! Oh, he had a skit on the CD called "Graduation." Yeah. But yeah, okay. yeah,
0: But you know, he can. He's one artist that, like, man, if you were to drop anything that's in association with a sequel to those to those albums, it and is.
1: be on those topics. I mean, and and, and make it sound like those albums. Oh he will go, he will go triple diamond because that's oh. what people want—the old Kanye.
0: Yeah, man. Oh my God, I was man. You just don't know. I, that's don't
1: wear them. Don't wear them. Uh, Lucky charms on your feet, though. <laughs> Those shoes look like they belong in cereal.
0: <laughs> yeah, or that plantation clothing line that he got. So, um, but yeah, and man, then I we, ain't seen him in none uh, yet. No, no, I've, I've seen some pictures of shoes. He been making Kim wear it, so I'm pretty sure. No, nah, no, hold on, change that. Kim be looking like Ric Flair every time. Every time I see her with the freaking robe she be wearing lately. Whoo! But anyway, uh, back to the back to the list at hand. Uh, okay. All right. So last year, number seven, Birdman was at 24 mil. Um, drop. He took a significant drop in twenty fifteen to eighteen million. Uh, we had Little Wayne last year was right up under him at twenty twenty three. Wayne has dropped down to fifteen. Uh, we got for real. Uh, did twenty two last year. Um, this year. He, Gained a whole ten mil. That's that happy. That's that happy money. That's what that is. That's um, that production money. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of for real, um, something I didn't write down in the notes or anything like that, but for real did say that there will possibly be a another NRD album, and I am so happy when I heard that.
1: Seriously? So,
0: yes. So, I, look.
1: I ain't trying to wait to 2019 for that album.
0: Yeah, I know. We don't think for real gonna do is like Dre did, you know? We ain't gonna gonna be waiting ten years for an album? Um, She's waiting on another Outkast album. is getting like that now, but you know,
1: Big I'm Boy. Just... Speaking of Outkast, Big Boy just recently did an interview.
0: Yeah, he actually uh. dropped. He actually dropped the album with. Um, I'll well, I'll get to it in the drop. Uh, after we get after we get past the. Forbes deal,
1: and I, I, I'll give the name of the album. I just can't remember it off the top of my head, but go ahead. Yeah, he um, basically stated that they're still dealing with trying to put out an album without getting sued because you know Arista owns their name Outcast. Oh,
0: really?
1: And, yeah, you know, and that was when they left Arista when their contract was up or whatnot. That was one of the things that. Uh, they were falling out about with the label because the label felt like they it owns their names. Outcast, Big Boy, Andre Three
0: Thousand. Man, they need to let that go because if that was holding up an album, man, they need to let that go for it'd be some for some for the, for the internet and the fans get them a real issue that they don't want. Because
1: <laughs> basically, they can come out as I really I I be forgetting Big Boy real name, but uh. Come out as Andre Benjamin. And, uh, like I said, I forget big boy's real name.
0: They both and, name. They both name is like Andre, I want to say. Something like that. Yeah.
1: So, uh, but, anyway, come out with y'all regular names. Y'all been in the game long enough where well, people know y'all. We'll, Just give
0: us that music we've been yeah. wanting. Exactly. We will recognize it. So, uh, okay. We got Eminem. Was that number 10 last year with 18 mil? Uh, this year he was at went up to thirty one. Uh, that's kind of crazy considering that he dropped the album last year and now didn't have an album this year, but he had an album last year. So uh, that's
1: production, also. You know, you know, Eminem produces then goes rights for a lot of
0: people. So yeah, that's true. Uh, we had Nicki at number eleven with fourteen twenty one. She got twenty one mil. That's that pink print money touring a whole lot of it. Uh, and a lot of touring. Um Wiz Khalifa, no surprise. Uh 13 mil last year jumped up to 21.5. Uh yep. Pitbull 12 last year. Uh he was at number 13 spot this year. He's at number eleven with 17 mil. Snoop last year had 10 on the number 14 spot at 10 mil. And didn't really change anything too much. 10 mil. Um, same, really, literally same spot. So he's doing the same thing. Hey. he been doing, doing the same thing.
1: How much you think snoop spent on weed a you?
0: Man, who knows? He does it habitually. Oh, you know it. You know it. He actually is, uh, doing a website, uh, called, um, uh, MaryJane.com, um, uh, not what you think it is. It's not way where you place where you can buy. weed. It's really basically, it's a, actually going to be an educational website on the benefits of of marijuana, pretty much. Well, you know what though,
1: I like his, his I like his uh, TV station though. Oh,
0: uh, I like is his it? little show. G N. Was it G N N
1: or something like that? Something like that, yeah. But I like it though. I mean, I like his little show that he does when he have guests and stuff on. I mean, it's like, I don't smoke weed, Uh, nothing like that. But they all go on there, they smoking weed, and, I mean, they having casual conversation. And they be talking about some real stuff. (laughs) So, you know, I mean, Uh, shout out to Snoop.
0: Uh so we got Kendra Lamar uh was number fifteen spot last year with nine mil this year twelve mil at the spot number thirteen spot. Ludicrous uh didn't no change there. And actually it was last year, it was like a four-way tie between Ludacris, Tech Nine, Sweet beast and Fifty Cent for uh, at 8 million. Um Tech Nine gained half a mil um uh, going into this year from that. Um of course is not on the list of this year because he filed bankruptcy. Um which I still trying that, you know, that he was trying to trying to protect his money from Rick Ross Baby Mama. Um Yep. We know that's we know that's the truth. Um
1: Hey, I saw yeah. the
0: video. Uh, I mean I seen Rick Ross Baby Mama. I don't know really... I don't... You know what? I've seen her, but I don't remember what she looks like. That as no, as well? I saw I'm the on.
1: video. What I'm saying. Oh, the... Oh, the video. Oh, okay. Yeah, the video. When they on the couch. Mm-hmm. And he... Yeah. But, uh We gonna keep this podcast PG-13.
0: Alright, and we roll on. Um, then we got on, on for 2014, we had a... What it looks like is a five-way tie for seven million, which was Rick Ross, J. Cole, DJ Khaled, Lil Jon, and Mac Miller, which only one from that five way that made it to this year was J. Cole and Rick Ross. 2014
1: so. Forest Hill Drive.
0: Yep. And then J. Cole did eleven mil, so he jumped up about jumped up about four. And then Rose gained an additional uh two mil on that part though. So that rounds out the the list for the, just comparing the 2014 list to the 2015 list. Um, as I said before in the past, I, with the whole Birdman thing, I hope he continues to drop off this list every single year until he's non-existent and not nowhere in the top 20. And I'm talking about Birdman because, because yeah. specifically how he treats people and how he doesn't doesn't pay people. So, hey.
1: so check this out, Royce. I'd say in about two years or so, they're going to do the fourth List top podcast show on Ernest. We got to get our fans to help us get up on the top.
0: <laughs> hey, man. True. We got to shoot. I want I really want us to be, you know, hey, because when they be, you know, be nominated, or maybe, you know, what would be a good thing, it would be, is to get podcasts into, um, just like you know, music award shows, or just anything like like a like a category for for you know, hip hop podcasts or anything like that. That'd be pretty cool. Pretty yeah, cool to, well, it'd be pretty cool to get. So
1: I don't mind going to California to to LA to receive a trophy. Hey, me neither. So Absolutely. I the, the only problem is who how we gonna keep it at.
0: Hey, man, look, we'll have shifts, okay? You keep it six months, I keep it six months.
1: (laughs) All right, we're going to go on to the next topic.
0: All right, man, so we got got the top five albums on the billboard. Uh, We got uh, the boy Future, DS2, holding on to number five from last week. Uh, Travis Scott's Rodeo dropped down from number one spot to number four. We got the boy Dr. Dre holding the number three spot strong with Compton. T.I.P.s. The Nick debuted at debuted at number three. Uh, well, no, it debuted at number. Debuted at number two. Uh, so it showed up on the charts. It's crazy that a, the a EP showed up It only had six songs and it showed up on the on top albums. Uh, and you got J. Rock with uh, 959. His album debuted at number one. Um, since last week, uh, list been changing up pretty drastically every week. It's been Dre is the only Dre's Dre and Future have only been the only constant in this in this list, um, so far. And really, Future's been the main constant for for a long for this past man. I want to say almost since this show started. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. See what happens next week. Um, I got
1: a I got a hypothetical. Question for you: What's up? What do you think is gonna happen when Nelly drops Mo? Okay,
0: so first off, we've been waiting for Mo for it's getting it's getting very detox like as long as we've been waiting for Mo. I mean,
1: he dropped the single off of it, the fix, the song, the fix. Yeah, but and I kind of like
0: it. I know. <laughs> Well, you know what he did. He did. He did Mo as a mixtape too. So you know he could. Yeah. He could have just been. Now he's doing Mo the album, and we'll see. Um, I mean, I, I just, miss.
1: I, I kind of like Miss Nelly music. You know, the last album he did. Like, I keep on referring, uh, referring Brass, to, to.
0: Brass Knuckles was a very. I have. I'd still go back to listen to. Um, I, was, I Think that was an album after Brass Knuckles. Probably one you were referring to, young. But before that, uh, Brass Knuckles was was really good. That's um, stepped on my jays on that. on Brass Knuckles. Um, that's probably the last, last relevant album that I know he's come out with. Brass Knuckles. Brass Knuckles was really good. I wish I could see. You know what I would like to see. And I know some of them. I know they've. You know some of them fell out with, of course, uh, the Saint Lunatics mascot. But I would like to see Nelly do a. I think with Nelly, what really makes Nelly Nelly is him being by himself is I kind of think, kind of like not what we want to see. Yeah. We want to see him because he's always had his, his the same lunatics with him, and that's what we've always been used to throughout his career. I think him, say, for example, getting the band back together and, and having... And having his boys with him, them rocking, you know, St. Louis jerseys and just doing whatever song that he feels he want to drop as a single would probably, would really probably do it for him.
1: Cause I could stand to hear Murphy Lee again. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like
0: yeah. out
1: of that group, it was Nelly and Murphy Lee that really, when Nelly and Murphy Lee did a song together, they they couldn't go wrong.
0: Yeah, it's true. I, Always went hard
1: They the reason Air Force Ones went from being fifty dollars to over a hundred now.
0: Very true. That but it's all Nelly's fault. Um all right, man. So we got um another new segment in the show called The Drop. Uh the Drop will primarily will be highlighting um primarily just new music, you know, that that's come out, uh things of that nature, just to keep you guys aware of what's what's dropping. I know, you know, typically uh, being a music fan myself, we typically only watch what we typically only pay attention to our favorite artists when they drop something and kind of, you know, typically try to ignore everything else or really don't try to look for it. Uh, so we got um, Casey Veggies with Live and Grow, his debut album. He's an artist out of L.A. Um, he signed to Epic Records. His debut album dropped this past week. Um I was mentioning earlier with Big Boy. Big Boy did a album with a. I don't know if this is a group because when I look at the photo for this particular album, it's a male and a female, and they're called uh, Phanogram, and it's called Big Gram. It's an EP, so nothing, not, not a full length album, but primarily just a just a short EP, so probably no more than maybe like you know six or seven songs or anything like that. And what it looks like. From the look of the album, it looked like Big Boy did the uh did the NAS Barkley thing with this particular artist. So sounds like a thing like, you know, like CeeLo did with oh, uh, a couple of years back. So don't get up in arms, outcast fans. He ain't he ain't trying to form a new group with somebody else. So no worries. Hey. He. I, I think it's just like a NAS Barkley thing, to be honest.
1: Thank you for bringing that up because I had an album and I've been looking for something new to different to play in my car. Uh-huh. <laughs> with Nas Barkley. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like I like them with CeeLo, so I'm thinking I'm
0: gonna put that in my Car. Cool. We got the boy uh boy Paul Wall with a new album called Slab God. Um features Snoop, Currency, Devin the Dude, Burner, Trade Truth, the Kiki, uh Scotty ATL, Propane, Less, and some more artists on there. Um got about seventeen tracks on there. Um, I don't know, man, you know, I know since the grills, um, I don't know, man. It's like, I respect Paul Wall, you know, I always would like to see still waiting on my, um, Paul Waller community album, but you know, yeah, I would be busy in the corporate world now though. Yeah, you know, he can still pop out one more just for yeah. just Pop out one for the row. So, um but yeah, I think. go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I think
1: Paul Wall got too many features on this album. I really do. I I feel like it's more. Uh, I just need to get something out there, and I want to propel. It's like one of the albums where he just. He trying to do some favors, like he trying to help promote some other artists, like Burner, uh, Scotty ATL, Propane, Miss, and <laughs> and some of the other artists that are not mentioned. <clears throat> and you know, that's just him being, you know, a veteran in the game. Yeah. Because I really, I haven't even heard a single off this
0: album or anything. So hey, you probably won't, just because. Probably won't. And I'm I'm in Texas and I haven't heard heard a heard a single off of it. So, and they always play any Texas artists around here. That's primarily all they play on the main radio station. I haven't even heard one. Uh, all right, and then we got Fetty Wap with, with his self titled album. Fetty Wap uh, his debut album. I have not had a chance to take a listen to it, but we will see, and we'll see what he ends up and see if he see if Fetty ends up on the top five. And if he can live up to all the hype of all his singles that are just tearing up the charts right now, so we'll see what happens.
1: He probably gave he probably intentionally had
0: an accident to get sympathy sales. Hey man, you know, man, I don't, man, I would not want to even think somebody would do something that crazy to uh, put themselves in in harm's way to, to for some sympathy sales. Like you trying to, you trying to do a Frank Ocean, man trying to drop the album then come out Come out? well no he came out and then then dropped the album um and he was like
1: I already got one eye that's been helping me how about if I break a bone
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you crazy man <laughs> just, just, just don't go back to the the, the peripheral vision jokes okay? just, just refrain from this until we end this show okay just don't. I promise. Okay. Left hand to God. All right. Okay. Let's let's get let's get to my last dollar. <laughs> Yo, this week on
1: my last dollar, I had the opportunity of listening to the Drake and Future mixtape, what a time to be alive. And I listened to Mac Miller, good AM. Um Y'all know how I, over the the whole stand of these episodes, how I feel about future. I gotta say, I love the mixtape. I love it. Okay. Mainly because of Drake. Okay. But that, as, as long as Future on the hook and got one verse in the song, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I can I deal with
0: one I verse. I definitely gotta check it out. I haven't, still haven't had a chance to get my. I've been listening to so much other stuff, man. I'm still like I still been jamming like um still jamming the new Andaminio. I'm listening to um uh, to Dizzle, which is another cat out of Saint Louis that's, that goes hard. Um listen to Reconcile, which is out of Houston. Um so I gotta definitely get around to that. Uh,
1: okay. Now Mac Miller's good AM. It's okay. Mac Miller is a goofy little white boy.
0: I gotta, he, he, he got he he he's extremely goofy cuz I've I've watched some episodes of his reality TV show. He's he's yeah. definitely, he's definitely that. Um, I mean, he got some I mean, good songs. Yeah, he got he got some he got some flow on that. That's I can give him. I can give him that. He gets that for me all day. He got flow.
1: Now, nah, you ain't beating little Dicky Mack Like to rank the white rappers now, there's Eminem Little Dickie,
0: yeah, hold on, oh. wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. So you skipped over Yellow Wolf, Machine Gun Kelly.
1: Yep, because I was going to put them ahead of Mac Miller. Logic.
0: Yep. G Easy. Yep. Um. Can we put Bubba Sparks in this? And, you know, he ain't not had anything out in years?
1: No. Talking about rappers that are rapping now.
0: Hey, man, but he white and he used to rap.
1: No. <laughs> we talking about music you can go on and, and get right now. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay, sorry. We talking about relevant white rappers. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: okay. There's Eminem. Then way down the list there's Lil Dicky. Then there's Machine Gun Kelly. Then there's Yellow Wolf. Then there's Mac Miller. And then below Mac Miller, there's just whoever else coming up.
0: I put Eminem and Yellow Wolf at number one and number two. That's just me, because I really like Yellow Wolf, but Yeah. You. Um, Have you heard yeah. okay, okay, okay. Have you heard Trump music, which is his first which is Yellow's first album?
1: I didn't hear the whole thing. Um I heard some songs off of it. Um I like Yellowwood flow. I like the fact that he's, you know, has that Midwest tongue twisting style. Um, I like I like his content, but I like Lil Dicky more because Lil Dicky is just
0: being himself. Okay, I get it. I get get, get points for that
1: one. He uh, he he came into the game. He's like. I'm going to do it different. I'm not going to try to be like everybody else. I'm not going to rap like about stuff about everybody else. So, you know, I respect it. I mean, he basically the anti Eminem, which is Eminem came in and he was himself. He was he came in and he did it his way. But it was almost in a negative way. And, and you got Lil Dicky coming in. I'm going to be myself but he doing it in a positive way. The music is different, but the style the same. You see what I'm saying?
0: hmm Okay. Get it. Get it. Get it. All right. So, we got this week on the Hip Hop Legend Spotlight. We got none other than I think and I think you know, the listeners out there would probably more like agree. Um uh, the greatest female MC of all time, Missy Elliott.
1: I give her that. I give her that. Yep.
0: So um with Missy Elliott, um just to give you guys a brief background, um Missy came active ninety one. Uh she started out in a girls group called FaZe. She got you know, um Kind of like to give you guys a little hindsight on her relationship with Tim. Uh, Tim actually was, in actually her neighbor in her neighborhood. She recruited him to be the producer for a demo, which is just how they became. That's how they got, you know, got into music together. Uh, then after that, uh, Devontae from Jodeci found the group and later changed the group name to Sister, and they got signed to Electra uh, through Devonte's, uh out label at the time called swing mob. Um, and then of course, like, you know, the rest of that part is pretty much history. Um, but just some other things with, with Mr. Elliott, um, Mrs. Body of work in the game of, um, not just in the game of music, but in the game of music videos, and the visuals that would go along with any of the songs that she would come out with. She's like hands down the best when it comes to to, to putting out a music video that, that, yes. that, that, that breaks boundaries of creativity. Just, I don't understand how, how she thought of some of the stuff she thought of.
1: I'm saying from her first video until the last one she's put out, they've all been different nothing's ever the same nothing's ever boring it make you think it make um i'm just like almost makes you feel like you on a drug <laughs> you're yeah, very true very like very you true. tripping on acid
0: <laughs> got that right um let's see what else um some other accolades um a lot of people probably may not may or may not know this um, but Missy Rome produced um, a lot of the tracks on the Aaliyah's One in a Million album, like uh, If Your Girl Only Knew, One in a Million, Hot Like Fire, and uh, Four Page Letter. Um, so she was responsible, for, was responsible for a lot of that. Um, some other things, she created hits for like Total, Nicole Ray, right, did some stuff for, uh, for Destiny's Child in the early days, things of that nature. Uh, we got what would you say, you know, what would you say would be your favorite album for Missy? Uh. Hmm. That's a hard one cuz man, I can listen to all I can listen, I, I can listen. Man, I can listen from Super Duper Fly all the way down to The Cookbook and just not yeah. not touch my not hit the next button at all. And that's like the god on the truth when it comes to Missy.
1: Okay, which which album was the one that had hey, Get Your Freak On on
0: it? Get Your Freak On, uh, Missy So Addictive.
1: Okay. I'll I, I have to go with with that one. Is it either, that one, either that one or the or the one after that one? Uh,
0: under,
1: under Construction? Under, under, I, I was trying to call it Reconstruction, but it's either Missy So Addictive or Under Construction. One of those two. I had to flip a coin and just roll with either one.
0: I can't lose with either one. Okay. So, okay. My favorite would have to be, which I listen to this album many nights, would fall asleep growing up listening to this album. And that album is The, the Real World. And yeah. the, the, the record, She's a Bitch, is one of the key singles off this album. All in My Grill is another one. Yeah, was another good one. Are um, you all in my grill? Exactly, and another record that was, and another record that was on, that was actually on this album that wasn't a single, of course, but it's the a song she did with uh one uh Busta Rhyme that has Eminem on it is one of my favorites, and Dangerous Miles with Redman on it was one of the like Redman killed it on that on that on this on that record that's on here. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's the real world. One of my favorite I, I'm probably gonna load that up just because I'm talking about it right now and, and like really like continuously jamming it in my car on repeat because man, that was a great album.
1: Another thing I liked about Missy was her combinations with Genuine, Timberland, Magoo, Aaliyah. When they got together and they did music together with all of them on the same track. That was some of the greatest music I heard back in the late '90s. You know what I'm saying? Man, and I like, would,
0: shoot. I would even do. I would even say for like this is just coming from me. Like I would, if it came down like to say like okay, who really got you like loving music, hip hop, and just in general? I give that credit. That, Missy and Timberland are the the main reasons why I'm in music. Why I do what I do as far as when it comes to when it comes to this podcast and my love for just music in general, that they're the reason, just the the out of the box stuff they would do with like the crew of as you said, like with you know, Timberland Timberland, Timberland, Magoo, um, Missy Elliott, Aaliyah, Genuine, Nicole Ray, uh, man, there's so many of them. Tweet.
1: They yeah. had they had yeah. tweet. it's yeah, like yeah. after Aaliyah, what really they they were strong before Leah died, but it's like after Aaliyah died and Missy got sick and she tried to make her way back, it's like they got stronger. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. it brought them together stronger. And it's true enough, right now the only person still going strong is Templin, and it's basically due to production. Yeah. I believe that. When they went their separate ways, that's what hurt everybody's career.
0: Yeah. Also, I just mentioned, too. Yeah, I can't forget Player because Player was another another. Uh, oh, oh yeah. That, group, was, yeah, that, that was in there. That was and thing is that was all part of. They were all originally. They were all part of Devontae's – That was that was Devontae's group of group of artists that he had that was on his that was on his label. And they that.
1: talk bad about Devontae. Devontae, man, Devontae was an asshole.
0: Yeah, that's what I know. Like, real talk. Yeah, that's very true. That that part is very true. Um, That's what I was going to say about that. Um, But yeah, man, it's like, oh, I know what I'm saying. Um, Just to go off another, since we've been dropping albums that we wish, you know, could be either just some albums that we want to see come back out, I would love another Timberland and Magoo album just
1: one more man just one my favorite now. track off that first album was "Love to Boogie to um, Boogie and Love
0: to Love You well Maybe. my
1: other my other one would be uh the one with uh Static Major on it Aaliyah and Static Major uh dang what's the name of that song and then they got another one with Fat Man Scoop
0: uh <laughs> i think that, yeah, uh, man, um, definitely well, some, uh, some classic, classic music. Um, well, that, I know uh,
1: who our hip hop legend is for the next episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> shoot the uh, the whole freaking the whole freaking crew. Uh, shoot, freaking Timberland and Magoo could be the shoot, man.
1: But yeah, uh, like up jumps the boogie and and, and, and the production, man. I love. I love Missy's verses on it on that song. I love, Matter of fact, I love all the verses on that song. And like with Missy, man, when she did the song Hot Boys, I love that song, man. You know, Missy came out and she she really changed the game for female rappers. And I hate that she didn't get all the accolades that she should have gotten because to me, she still come out right now and eat any female rapper that's out there.
0: Well, that was the prime example of that was the Super Bowl this year, man. She yeah came out doing that performance, I man. Her album, her sales on iTunes just started spiking just because she showed up. Just because sh- a lot of young kids don't know who Missy is. Yeah, and they went through iTunes to find out who she was and heard they liked it. That's what that was. Yeah. But all right, man. I think we have put a dent in it tonight. And with everything that we've talked about, um, just want to continue to let you guys know to uh, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button on iTunes, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to us through uh, Stitcher Radio. Um, hit us! You can also catch us on on Podbean as well. Uh, continue, guys! Continue to download the show. Uh, let us know. Let us know your thoughts, um, guys! You can hit us up on hit us up on Twitter at the Hip Hop Rejects. Uh, on Instagram at the Hip Hop Rejects, or you can email us at the Hip Hop Rejects with a Z at gmail dot com. Um, that's it, man. That's it.
1: Yep, like I said, like we said at the beginning of the show, we're gonna say at the end of the show, we appreciate y'all. We, we appreciate y'all listening. Tune in next week for our season for, for our summer season finale. We gonna go over to the BET Hip Hop Awards for y'all. We gonna be looking yeah. for y'all suggestions. So, you know, and we're gonna be coming right back for the fall season. So, don't think we're gonna be gone for a while. We only gonna take a little break to revamp our show, make it better. And we we still need y'all comments and y'all suggestions.
0: All right, double in the books.
1: All right, stay tuned. For, to the end of the show, we're going to play a little something from Missy since she was out hip-hop legend. I ain't figured out what song I'm going to play yet, but we'll figure out what Five, And for those one. of you who hated, it, one. you only made a small creative.
0: <laughs> Mr. Mina, uh.
1: You don't want to speak my name. Mess around, get that ass blown away. Bra! Fool gone away, I ain't never let you tell anyway Missy got something to say, I ride down the block in an escalate Bling bling all in your face, I think you might need to put on your shades Ah, I know you feel me though, you're hating on me but you hear me though 20 inch rim sitting crazy low, Ah, I'm a crazy hoe I'ma keep the party live, me until my land gon' flip it tonight Keep your hands in the sky,
0: Waving around like you're crazy high Huh Time to make shots. Time to see you dance. Hey, you why you fuckin' Time to lick shots. Time to see you dance. Hey, you why you fuckin' yeah. You don't hey, yeah. you know who I be. Your man may never tell you not to fuck with me. If I get your head, you'll never leave.